Two and zero, oh, Nush. The Lakers are two and zero. Oh. Two more, and we're in the we're, we're where we're supposed to be. How do you feel about that? Do you feel good? I feel great, man. It's been way too long, way too long. I think I, we deserve this. Is, is it safe to say uh, the broom should be brought out? Uh I don't know. I had Lakers in five only because I was giving some respect to Denver Nuggets, but it's looking like it, man. We had a bad second half, and we still pulled it out. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, welcome back to the Since 94 podcast, everybody. This is JB. And this is Nush. And where can they find us, Nush? You can find us at Twitter, Instagram, and uh, YouTube at Since 94 Podcast. Um, subscribe to us on Apple Music and uh, no Apple Podcasts and Spotify, uh, Anchor and Google and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Woo! Woo! I slipped up there a little bit. You did, but you still got bars. <laughs> you still got bars. All right, so uh, let's let's slowly go through this game, Lakers Nuggets. We'll touch on this, and then after we'll touch on the Heat Celtics series. Not. By the way, have you noticed that the Heat and Celtics have had, like, a three- or four-day, like, layoff? Yeah, because like, they're trying to catch up. They, they they wanted the West to catch up. I see, I see, I see. That's what I figured, but I'm just like, Lakers are playing. Lakers are in the span of the third game, I think, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, they want to catch up. But, um, so this Nuggets-Lakers game was uh was pretty intense. So LeBron came out like a beast. Just dropping dimes, dropping buckets. Uh, I think he went five for six in the first quarter. Uh, scored the first Laker 12 points. And it looked like one of those like vintage LeBron games, like when he was on the heat and he just would put on, put on that, uh, you know, that scary look in his eyes and just go yeah. off. That's what I thought was going to happen. I feel you. But the beauty of it, of having AD on your team, you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. the best part. So LeBron goes off in the beginning, and then he hits halftime with 20 points. And Lakers are up by how much? Uh, it was a comfortable lead. I don't really remember. I think 10. I think they were up by 10. 50 to 60 to 50, I think. Uh-huh. I don't recall. And then second half, AD caught up. AD did his thing. Kind of like a... Everybody's saying... Everybody's making the comparisons of Kobe and Shaq. I don't know if that's... I don't know if that's right. Um, I mean, it's it's right because there are two stars in the Lakers, but completely different play styles. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what throws me off. The play style just completely throws me off. Because LeBron's not Kobe. Kobe's not LeBron. Kobe's a scorer. LeBron's like all around. LeBron's a magic. Yeah. And then AD... Is like not, a modern not. version of Kareem rather than Shaq. Did you say Chris Bosh? Did I say Chris Bosh? I said AD. No, no, I thought you said he's the AD's a version of Chris Bosh. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm trying to think of Lakers. I'm saying now Shaq is more of a, of a Kareem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. I see that. But he's not that hook shot, which I, which I wish he did. But he's got fadeaways, I guess. Yeah. So then. um... So the second half was uh was all pretty much AD put the team on his back in the second half. Caruso was a little dark horse too. He played well. Um, let's get to the fourth quarter because this is where 
the Lakers start with a seventy to eighty two to seventy eight lead and cue Nikolai Jokic. He just balled out this at the at the end of this quarter. Towards the end of the game. I think he scored like their last eleven points or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That Bro. last play, man, whenever he, he got the he got the inbound pass and just like grown man AD into the post and they got him with the right hook. Yeah. He that, was, was, that was nasty. He was a man on a mission. I don't know, like he really did not want to go down two oh. No. He even had that crazy tip in. Mm-hmm. Murray like airball like a shot clock buzzer beater. Mm-hmm. And right before the buzzer sounded, Jokic just like tipped it into the rim. That was crazy. Very smart play. Yeah, so Jokic, uh, Jokic tipped that in, and then AD comes down, scores on him, right? AD comes down, scores on him, I believe, and then Jokic comes back down and then does that grown man move that you were just talking about with a little, like, I think it was like a 10-foot hook shot or something, like, over AD, and then Lakers call a timeout, and you could take over the rest, Nish. Out of the timeout, what did we get? We got like a a, a Pope Pope uh, mid range jumper right in front of the Denver bench. I guess blocked by Murray. Uh, I think I think it was a oh green green. Caruso Caruso had a wide open three and straight came up short on that one. And then it I think it like the rebound went to the corner where Danny Green yeah Danny Green got blocked by yeah, Jamal Murray. If Jamal Murray saved that ball somehow, it was game over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But honestly, the craziest part was, like, Rondo coming up. I don't know if you saw Frank Vogel talk about this. He went up to Vogel. He's like, let me get that inbounds pass. Because he wasn't in during that possession. Yeah. So they took out Caruso, put in Rondo for the inbound. And with the Lakers having no timeouts, um, it was kind of like a like a free-for-all. It was like, make make a play. Someone figure it out. We got Rondo inbounding. We got LeBron and AD on the court. And go from there. You know what the weird thing is? Uh, after the game, they, um, LeBron said that he was the first option. But if you look at the replay, he didn't even move. No, he didn't move. He didn't move at all. He was just he was just staring at Rondo. So that makes me think like he was just a decoy, and the whole time the play was like written up for AD. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Pope was in the weak side corner. I remember that Murray was covering that. Green was on the weak side elbow. He dove. Someone picked that up. And then LeBron just stood on the strong side elbow. Didn't even try to go out and get the ball. And then AD came just sprinting to the three-point line for that fadeaway. Yeah. I mean, did you see the the Denver defensive coverage? Uh, horrible. So Plumlee was on AD, and he was calling for a switch. I don't know why you, I don't know why you would switch. Because he thought there was supposed to, he thought LeBron was setting a screen, so the rule is if there's a screen, switch it. But there was no screen, and Grant, that's why Grant didn't switch out to AD. Yeah. So, and, and another thing is, Mike Malone had actually subbed in Plumlee for that last offensive stop. I, did you see how Jokic guarding the inbound pass? The, yeah. Like, had the presence of mind to just run over and yeah. get a test, like, Got a hand in 80s face. For a guy who sucks at defense, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Plumlee clearly dropped the ball. Plumlee, I don't know what we, what he was doing. Um, but would you say the Lakers escaped this one? No. I wouldn't say that. 
How because, come? Because the Lakers went up. Um, let me see. Well, the Lakers had multiple opportunities to put this game away in the fourth quarter. I think they we had, got way too relaxed. Yeah. I they had they had, they had plenty of opportunities. There was a point where they went up 97-91. and 91. Uh, they also went up 100 to 92. Uh, I think that that was the last big lead. That eight point lead with 303 left, 100 to 92. Like Lakers went up by eight. Um, so they had plenty of opportunities to put this game away, and they kept letting the Nuggets come back in it. And Vogel after the game said something that like really caught my eye. And he was uh, a reporter actually asked him. He was just like, do you? She asked the same thing, like, do you think you guys got away with it, got away with this game? And Vogel was just like, no, like, it, we it, even if you win by one or you win by 30, like, I'm going to take the W. It doesn't matter. Like, we had plenty of opportunities to win this game. They had plenty of opportunities to win this game. But at the end of the day, um, how, it, only only thing that matters is the scoreboard. So, I mean, Lake, Lakers, they did their thing. Were you in the press conference for this game? Yeah, I was, I was. Um, who, who'd you see speak? Um, Vogel, Rondo, LeBron, AD, and Caruso. Isn't that crazy how Caruso's getting, like, TV time? I mean, it's funny, because we had this conversation, like, does he, does Caruso get the hype (laughs) if, if he wasn't Caruso? Yeah. Um, I don't know, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know if you hear me. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I feel like because what do you have? Like, if you're looking at the box score, you only had like, nine, had like nine, yeah, nine points or something like that. He nothing too flashy. Yeah, but I will give him credit. He's there for the hustle plays. Like, he's a hustle player. I saw some crazy numbers where like he's one of LeBron's best ever teammates ever. Like his plus minus with LeBron. That wouldn't surprise me honestly. He's like a he's like a. Matthew Delvadova on steroids. <laughs> right? That's what I was thinking. Like, both, Matt, like... Delvadova on steroids with bounce, for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's where the steroids come in. Right? Yeah. Would you agree with that? Like, comparison? Uh, yeah, I would. I would. I would. All right, so I have a uh, Laker trivia question for you, because we love our trivia here on the Since 94 podcast. Um, okay, you ready? Yeah. No pressure. Only seven players in Laker history have hit a game-winning playoff buzzer beater. Name all seven. Okay. Kobe. Yes. Uh, Derek Fisher. Okay. Robert Ory. Yeah, that's three. Are we talking only buzzer beaters or game winners too? Like Game-winning playoff buzzer beater. Buzzer. So, okay, so Kobe, Fish. At the buzzer. Kobe, Fish, Ori. Yeah. Uh, uh, who was that? Was that Power or Ron Artest? Artest? Yep, there we go. Meta World Peace. Meta World Peace, okay. Um, but he was Artest then, I think. Okay, right? Artest then. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was Artest. Yeah. Um, so what is that? That's five or four? That's four. That's four. Damn, this is okay. Now it's getting. I gotta guess. You're missing an easy one. Like when you. you... Oh, like, eight, sorry. Oh, geez. Anthony Davis. Yeah, okay. That's five. That's five. Um, I gotta get, I, I guess I have to guess, um, Kareem? No. 
But we are going throwback guys now. It's throwback, huh? Magic? Yeah. Guys that we never saw play. Oh, yeah, so Magic? No, not Magic. Really? See, that's why I asked if it was game winners, because he has the Boston hook shot. Oh, okay. That was that wasn't a buzzer beater though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just a game winner. Um so I guess Jerry West, Mr. Clutch. Yep, that's six. One more. Mm, I guess uh Elgin Baylor. There we go. Seven. Not bad. Not bad. That, not bad. I thought Magic and um Kareem would have had one. They probably have had like a clutch shot within ten seconds, but did you think I was gonna get those? I thought you were going to get all, like, five of them with ease. Maybe six. You got the Jerry West. Yeah, I would have expected that one. And then Elgin Baylor, I thought you were going to struggle. Did you think I would have got the Ron Test one? No, yeah, that's a hard one, too. That's a hard one, I thought. That was a tip-in against Phoenix, I want to say. Was it Phoenix or Houston? I think it was Phoenix. Like, Kobe airballed a right-wing fadeaway, like, double-team. Then Artest just came in. Was it Phoenix? I feel like it was either, or maybe, no, okay, yeah, yeah, Wait, that wasn't uh, Celtics? That wasn't the finals? No, 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 definitely Western Conference. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was probably Phoenix. Um, But no, good work, good work. So this series is uh, 2-0, game three tonight on the 22nd. So what are your predictions for game three tonight? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Lakers again. Lakers. I don't know what the spread is. I don't know who's favorite. It should be the Lakers. I'm assuming. The spread is minus six and a half. So Lakers are six and a half point favorites. So seven point favorites, pretty much. Yeah, I I I, I have the Lakers. Um, like Denver, like like think Kenny was saying this after the game. Denver, like Mike Malone was just searching for guys. Like PJ Dozier played the whole fourth quarter. Really? I it can't happen. He's searching for guys just to come in and play with energy. Like, Michael Porter Jr. should not be benched. He should be getting a lot more minutes, but he's not playing defense. He's not really rebounding, and P.J. Dozier did all that. Yeah. So, like, whenever a team has – and Gary Harris didn't even play the fourth. Again, whenever your coach is, like, begging for you to put in energy and play hard, you're not going to win a series. If the 12th and 13th guy off the bench is coming in and playing minutes like that, it's not going to look good for you. So that's why I say Lakers. Lakers only scored 105. We're not going to shoot that bad again. I don't think we're going to take our foot off the gas. Um, like we held Denver to 103. That's great defense. So we got to get our 120 in that game. Yeah, I think the um, – I definitely think that Lakers taking this game too was a huge blow to the uh, Nuggets morale. If they got this game, then they would have felt like, hey, they're in it. It's a dogfight. It's anybody's, it's anybody's series now. But um, this 2-0, especially the way it happened on an AD buzzer beater, game winner, like in that fashion, I definitely think was a huge blow to uh, to the Nuggets and their, their little comeback hope. But, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to count them out. We counted them out against the Clippers, and they came back and won that series, so. They can do it. If anybody can do it, they can do it. Is there any chance? So this is what I'm thinking. Lakers are going to win today. Um, I can see them losing game four just because just, just like, they're going to probably take it a little easy. Uh, if that were to happen, it would be 3-1 series. 
Any chance Denver comes back for a third straight 3-1 series? Never. No, not even. I mean, they've done it twice. LeBron will not let that happen. LeBron will die on the court rather than letting that happen. <laughs> I feel it, no, yeah, there's it, no way. His no. legacy will be just, like, because he holds himself to such high standards, and he came to L.A. to get a chip. He came to L.A. to get a chip. He came to L.A. to, to film a movie, be a movie star, be a political activist, and to get a chip. So He's on he, his way. He's done two of those. Yeah, he's on his way. One more. He's done two of those. Now he has to do the third one, which is to get a chip. So I think he's going to let it all on the court, like leave it all on the court. He's going gonna, gonna to die on the court. Uh, they want this sweep bad. And um, they should sweep them, honestly. They should sweep them, and they'll get the extra rest. So I can see that being the motivation. They should sweep them. Um. So any fear from the teams in the in the East to beat the Lakers? So so let's jump over there. So it's uh two one Miami lead, correct? Yeah. I don't know, man. Honestly, the Heat looked scary. Who would you rather play as a as a Lake as if you're the Lakers? Mm, I would rather play the Celtics. Me too. I would rather play the Celtics. The Heat. They seem more cohesive as a unit, and they got Bam out of bio down low, and he's been killing it. They got shooters on deck. Their bench is deep. Uh, Celtics really don't have that deep of a bench. Their starting five is amazing. Yeah, they're very top-heavy. Yeah, top-heavy. Their starting five is amazing, except for their center, Daniel Tice. That, that's like their one weak point. Like, he does his job. Yeah, he does his job. Yeah, he does his job. But... I would definitely rather play the Celtics just because if you look at the Heat, they have a solid starting unit. Um, Bam Adebayo is a force down low. Then you look at their bench, and they just got shooters off the bench, just straight shooters, dogs off the bench. Everybody's playing well. Everybody's playing with confidence. Uh, They look like a scary team. I don't think think the, the Miami Heat can guard us. But um, honestly, I struggle to see us guarding them as well. Yes, I, I don't know how we're going to guard Miami because they move so much. Like Houston was easy to guard because it's all ISO ball. Just get ready to help double team guys. Um, could you say that Miami does a better small ball than Houston? Uh, I don't know if I call it small ball. Damn. They, uh, not PJ Tucker. I would say they're more efficient. They're more efficient when they play the small ball. They're more efficient than the Rockets. Because if you look at the Rockets, the Rockets don't care if they miss. Yeah, they don't true. care if they miss. They they care about the the clip the clip and the rate that they're shooting at. Yeah. So in that case, yes, I would say they're a better small ball team. Cause I like I like Miami's like Miami has a culture to them. That's what I like about them. Like they got a bunch of dogs on the team. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. led Jimmy Butler, and everyone just follows. Like whenever they won Game One, there was no reaction from the team. They they just walked off the court. Like we do this, and we expect to be here. No one even celebrated. Like they won the game, and just walked off into the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's a that team looks looks ready. 
And I think that's what you start to see with, like, teams that have, like, chips on their shoulder. Yeah. You know, like, Jimmy Butler definitely has a chip on his shoulder. He uh, got pretty much ousted from Philly. They just didn't want him anymore for some odd reason. You know, um... Made his way out of Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, Remember, I was thinking to myself, like, damn, Jimmy Butler's, like, really salty and kind of annoying, but now that he's here and he's doing what he's doing, and... Both the teams that he left are out, and one of them was even close. He was definitely right in both of those situations of, like... Yeah, it, it just seems like he was a too much of an outspoken voice for them, and they just weren't down for that. You yeah. know, he was just calling them out on their BS, and they weren't and they weren't down for that. I kind of like that. Uh, um, and then uh, Jay Crowder, yep. he, he got... He was in Memphis, right? Wasn't he in Memphis? Yeah, he was in Memphis. No, no, that was Iguodala. Sorry, I'll get to Jay Crowder in a second. Where was Iguodala? Iguodala, right? He was in Memphis and then had that whole thing with uh, with all their young guys there, and especially Dylan Brooks when he was saying, like, you know, oh, they're, like, young, I don't want to play with them, and then they yeah. were just like, all right, get out of here. Yeah, he was like, if you don't want to play with us, just leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has his little chip on his shoulder because – they pretty, he just got pretty much bounced by some young kids who, you know, just got out their diapers. And then looking now at Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder's the same type of, like, dog mentality. He's he's looking for that chip. And, um, yeah, they just got a bunch of dogs on their team. And the rest What's of the guys. Dragic is playing great. Yeah, Gron Dragic, too. He he almost had his career written off, too. Like Former All-Star. Back yeah. Nash maybe could have started last year of Steve Nash's career. I don't know. Maybe played some more. And weren't there trade talks for him? Always, yeah, always. Yeah. So, and the he fact that he stayed stayed professional and didn't get you know butthurt that he was being put in trade talks is respectful. Yeah, even even Duncan Robinson, like his story, he was a D three player his freshman year of college. Right. Walked at Michigan, played there for four years, and then he was in the G League. I think he was drafted in the second round, super late. Played G League for Miami, and now he's here. All right. So a lot of guys who have a lot to prove, and they're just hungry. Yeah. So uh, honestly, I, I I think the Heat win this series. Yeah, me too. I think tomorrow they go up three one, and then they put it then they put it away. They put. I'll, it I'll give I'll give um, Boston one more game. I'll see Miami in six. Miami in six, okay. You got Miami in six, I got Miami in five. Yeah. And then what do you have for Lakers? Laker Denver? Yeah, yeah. I'll stick to five. You'll stick to five? I'm going to go with sweep. I said five in the beginning, I'll stick with it. Okay, I'll go with the sweep. I think they take care of business. LeBron, LeBron ain't playing that. Yeah, you're right. I get you. All right, let's get to the, the bread and butter. Let's get the football. How'd your fantasy team do this week? All right, so getting into Thursday night's game. <laughs> My fantasy team is 0-2 for everybody who is wondering and cares. I'm 0-2, straight struggling right now. We're on the struggle bus. Hey, we could talk some trade. We can talk trade. I don't know. Like, I was telling you on uh, when we were playing Madden the other night, uh, you know, I have faith in my team, but I, I just haven't seen them put together a consistent, solid week yet. It's only been two weeks. And I think I think week four is the panic week, but um, uh, I just haven't seen my team do what they need to do yet. 
so I don't know what, what pieces I need. Yeah. You know, I drafted Derrick Henry number one, and he's the volume's been there. Like week one, he had 31 touches for 116 yards. Week two, he had 25 touches for 84 yards. He just needs to get in the end zone. Yeah, that's pretty much it. They'll they'll be there. He's gonna yeah. get. He has to. If he, if he's missed two weeks, that means he's gonna make up for it in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Amari Cooper's gotten his targets. I think he's gotten like nine targets in each game. Put up some solid yards. He's doing well. Um. AJ Green, I'm not gonna talk about him. And he doesn't deserve any any words out of my mouth. Todd Gurley got in the end zone week one, week two, they were just kind of in like a shootout. But what's really like good to see from Todd Gurley, and I'm not trying to spend too much time on my fantasy team, but what's really good to see about Todd Gurley is he had fourteen rushing attempts week one, twenty one week two. So that's good. I got Goddard Ingram. But yeah, yeah, anyways, I'm not trying to spend too much time on it, but we're hopefully we come back and um, we'll see. How do you feel about your team? I like my team. I think uh, week one was like what should be happening with my team. Everyone hit their projections, looked good, and then last week it was just even even if I had a good week, I I put two hundred on me. So nothing you can do about that. He had he had Aaron Jones triple his projections. His quarterback doubled his no. What was it? Oh, Camara doubled his projections. He had two guys score 40, so. So you have a couple question marks on your team that I see. Um, let's just get to the obvious. McCaffrey, 46 yeah, But he said he wants to be back a little quicker. I'm down for that. I really am. Yeah. And then um, Tom Brady. Are you How do you feel about his performance so far? He's out. He's gone. He's being cut this week. Oh, is he? Oh, 100%. He's gone. Oh, man. All right. So uh, could there possibly be a Baker-Nishan reunion? He's, he, he's got the mustache, but I'm not falling for that ever again. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who you would pick up. I'm thinking maybe either. Okay, so let me make a prediction, and we'll, we'll, we'll confirm this on the next show. All right, so it's either going to be – it's not going to be Baker, so it's probably either going to be Roethlisberger, Goff, or Derek Carr. Mm. No, no. Oh, I know exactly who you're taking. Oh, I know exactly. You're taking Garner Minshew. You're going to stream. You're taking Garner Minshew this week against the Dolphins. Yeah, I have to. I am. I am. I can't believe I even look over mustache. That's a lot nicer than Baker's. Look, I got Cam Newton, all right? He's number three ranked overall. And he scored 27 the first week and 38 the second week. Hit my line. We can do a package deal. I'm not asking for a lot, but we can do a package deal. Okay, we'll talk. We'll talk. All right, so let's get into uh, week two. Week two, Thursday night game was the Bengals and the – wait, 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 wait. Before we get into week two, should we talk about the injuries first? Um, we'll just go along, I guess. All right, week two. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Week two, uh, Bengals Browns Browns win thirty five to thirty. Any takeaways from this game? This game was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. A lot more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be horrible. Um, very entertaining, actually. Very. Uh, Cleveland did what they were supposed to do. They ran the ball a lot with their two handed monster. Um, I'd love to see more of that. They got to continue it. Uh, Baker looked okay. OBJ got into the red zone. Um, and then Burrow, man, Burrow looks good. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burrow looked really good. Mixon, not really anywhere to be found. Um, but they they ran, I want to say, 92 offensive snaps, which is that's a, that's a one of the highest ever. You know what I really liked from the Browns? I, I really like their two-headed monster and how they're using it. Yeah, they got to stick to it, though. That's the problem. They don't stick to it. They they go to Baker for some reason. Yeah. Baker, stick to the run, and uh, they play your eight play actions after that. They need to stop getting too cute. Like, yeah. just, just have OBJ and Jarvis do these small, uh, not small, but, like, little, like, short slant in, out routes. Like, just do that and then, you know, run the ball down your opponent's throat. You got the two guys to do it. Just Just stay with it. Yeah, they have the best, best backfield in the league for sure. The best backfield combo in the league. So I don't, I don't understand why I go away from that. Yeah. All right. So Sunday morning games, the 10 a.m. games. Uh, Bears beat the Giants 17 to 13, and Saquon Barkley goes down with a torn ACL. Very unfortunate. Sucks. Yeah. Wasn't he injured last year too? Yeah. Yeah, it just sucks, man. I mean, you're going to see a lot of this with guys who their body is not ready for football. Yeah. And the thing with the NFL is, like, next guy up. You know, it's just a machine. Just add another piece, we're going to keep playing. Exactly. I mean, that is why they pay their backups. So that is why you have multiple depth chart. Like, that's why you have a depth chart at each position. So, I mean, if you watched Hard Knocks, like, the guys they were cutting, because uh, they had to keep their rosters short for because of the coronavirus, um, every time they cut a guy, they're like, by the way, like, just because you're cut doesn't mean we won't see you next week, potentially. Yeah. Just be ready. Be ready. You're, you'll be back. Someone's going to hire you. Someone's going to assign you. You'll be back on the field. That's wild. Yeah, and we're going to see that for sure. Um, I need to go on a little rant real quick. Evan Ingram is straight garbage. Straight garbage. I don't know why I drafted him, so <laughs> I drafted him in fantasy. I don't know why. I don't know why I drafted him in fantasy. I'm I, that even shocked me. Uh, I fell for it. I fell for the little Evan Ingram smokescreen. But that offense is so garbage that nobody. You can put T.O. in his prime. You can put Ocho Cinco in his prime. You can wow. put Tony Gonzalez in his prime, and they still won't do anything on this offense. They are garbage. It won't surprise me if the New York Giants go undefeated, if they uh not not undefeated, if they go winless, sorry, and uh if they start tanking and get what's that guy, Daniel Jones out of there and try to tank for Trevor Lawrence. But yeah, it's my little rant. It's not too early for uh Daniel Jones to be out. Man, get him out of there. He's showing nothing. I thought I I I'm honestly shocked. I thought they would have been better this year. Me too. That's why. That's why. Like a improved offensive line and all that new coaching staff and nothing. That's why I fell for the hype, the Ed Ingram hype. Uh, this was a crazy game. Cowboys Falcons, forty to thirty nine. Cowboys took the dub. Crazy. Falcons zero and two. That's that's in that division. Not looking too good. Yeah. So I think the Cowboys were down. Uh. I want to say by lots. Yeah, they should not have won this game. At one point, I think they might have been down by twenty. They were down by twenty in the first quarter. I know that for sure. 
and then they went down by, I don't know, they went down by a lot. And they started coming back in the fourth quarter, and then they were down by, what was it, a field goal? Two points, one point or something like that when they kicked the field goal? Was it a field goal to win the game? Oh, yeah, Greg the leg. Yeah, yeah, Greg the leg. So leading up to that, it was an onside kick from the Cowboys. And for some reason, somebody's getting fired. Whoa, what the hell were they doing? Some Nobody touched the ball on the Falcons. They could touch it. Do they not know the rule? Yeah, they could, they could touch it. They could touch it before? Yes. Yeah. As the receiving team, you could touch it before the 10-yard line. The offense has to wait. The kicking team has to wait until the 10-yard line to touch the ball. Somebody's getting fired. Like, Somebody. Atlanta could have just came in and even just, like, kicked the ball out of bounds, and it would have been their ball. Yeah. They didn't even need to grab it. Just touch the ball and push it out of bounds or dive on it early. I don't know what. That's that's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. And pretty much, and I was so happy to see the Cowboys losing because the Eagles had just gone 0-2 in the morning. So I'm like, all right, the the Cowboys are about to go 0-2 as well. Like, that's fine. You know, let let the Washington football team be the only team in the division with the W. We'll take that. And, of course, the Cowboys get the luckiest dub of their life. Lucky. And now they are pretty much tied for first place in the division. Which I know we talk a lot about um, coaches getting fired, like Gase is on the board, on the hot seat, maybe Patricia. But why is why why does no one talk about Quinn Snyder? Yeah, that's right. I agree. Especially after this game. How do you I mean that's a bad look. I agree. Um Lions Packers, forty two to twenty one, Packers win. Is Aaron Rodgers is, is this his year again? Is he back? He didn't have a great game. Aaron Jones had a million points. Yeah. That's but it was a big win. Big Packers win. Packers look like they're back on track this year. Divisional win, you you, you can't you got to be happy with it. Titans Jaguars Titans win by Titans win thirty three to thirty. I don't. I mean the Jaguars are putting up a fight this year. Yeah, Jaguars look good. They look solid. Maybe they just need to get rid of all those guys who just thought they were all that. You know, just get rid of them. And that was their missing. That was the key to their success. Defensively, I don't know how they're doing it, but offensively, they they got some pieces. Yeah, their the receiving core is not bad. They got uh, Chark, uh, Cole, and then they got that rookie Chenault or something. Yeah, and then Jerome Robinson, undrafted. Oh, James Robinson, undrafted running back, taking over for net snaps, and Minshew looks great. So they're scoring, and that if they won that game, that would have been huge in the division. Big, big. Uh, Colts won. Colts beat the Vikings twenty-eight to eleven. I don't know what's going on in Minnesota. I thought they were going to be way better than this. They're zero and two now, and only put up eleven points. Someone's getting fired. Someone needs to get fired. Didn't they pay Cook? Uh, yeah, yeah. They gave him a bag. So what's the issue here? They gave him the bag. I don't know. They lost Diggs, so Cousins isn't really doing anything. Yeah. For a guy who gets paid that much. I don't know, man. That's a I'm not, not too happy with the Vikings. Yeah. They just they just didn't 
didn't really do anything. They had they had a field goal in the first quarter and then scoreless in the second, scoreless in the third, and eight points in the fourth. It's not going to cut it. Um, next game up, Bills Dolphins. Bills are two and zero now. Bills won thirty one twenty eight. Are they the favorite in that division? So who they got? They got them. They got the Patriots, right? Jets and Dolphins. Oh yeah. I mean, the Patriots look solid. Cam, they're gonna run away with that division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh Allen had 417, uh, I think, total yards and four TDs. It looks amazing. Yeah, Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs just unlocked him. Yeah. Stephon Diggs balled out as well. 153 yards and a TD. Beast. Um, Niners-Jets, the whole Niners team went down, but they still won 31-13. to Is this going to... Does this completely shake up the division now, what happened to their team? Yeah, man. I mean, Bosa tore his ACL. Um, another lineman, defensive lineman, tore his ACL. Garoppolo went down. Mostert with the MCL. Kittle with an MCL. Uh, it's a scary time to be a 49er player right now. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Cardinals 2-0, Rams 2-0, Seahawks 2-0. Can we see all three of those guys in the, in the, in the playoffs this year? Can we see who? The Cardinals? Rams and Seahawks. We very well can, but I think, I think what's gonna happen is, like I said in the, before the season started, I think the Cardinals are gonna run away with this division. I think now, it's the Cardinals for the taking. They're not going to run away with the vision, but they look good. Spoken like a true Rams fan. Hey, don't sleep on us, man. We're 2-0-2. Um, okay, so now let's get to the money game. The shmoney game. Rams-Eagles. <laughs> we lost. We didn't lose to the Rams. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't lose to Jared Goff. We didn't lose to Sean McVay. We didn't lose to the SoFi Stadium. We didn't lose to the LA Sunshine. We, 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 we lost to Tyler Higby. This is who we lost to. We lost to Tyler Higby. Like, I'm going to say it one more time, and I'm going to say it a little slower for everybody. We lost to Tyler Higby. Five receptions, 54 yards, only 54 yards, but he had a hundred, but he had um three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. We lost to Tyler Higby. One more time. We lost to Tyler Higby. Higby, disgusting, disgusting. I'm so sick and tired of Carson Wentz. I'm so sick and tired of this guy. Two interceptions. Uh, is he just going to have two interceptions a game? Is that his thing? Lucky number two? Is, is number two his favorite number? If number two is his favorite number, then why doesn't Jalen Hurts just start? Why doesn't Jalen Hurts just start if number two is Carson Wentz's favorite number? Uh-uh. He this this guy loves to try to force feed people. He loves to try to just fit it into tight spots, 
fit it into tight areas, and just throw interceptions. Interceptions are his favorite thing. He thinks interceptions are touchdowns. I think he has it reversed. He's been getting hit in the head too much. He has it reversed. He thinks if you throw an interception, that counts as a touchdown. No, nobody. If you throw a touchdown, that counts as a touchdown. I'm so sick and tired of this guy. I'm so sick and tired of him. I can't wait till his contract is up. I can't wait till we get rid of him. I'd rather have Mitch Trubisky than him. Hell, bring back Nick Foles, the guy who won us a Super Bowl ring, while this guy, number two, was on the bench, hurt, injured. Damn, that's how I feel, JB. But Miles Sanders looked good. Yeah. That's a plus for you guys. All right. Hey, the Rams, though? Remember, we those hats, remember those hats me and Gunner were wearing? We lost to Tyler Higby. That's all I, I got. I feel like he has, like, three catches, and they're all touchdowns. Yes, exactly. Hey, but exactly. you got to admit, you got to admit, come on, you got to give us some credit here. The Rams look good. No. Yes, I'm they not do. I'm not giving the Rams any credit. We beat the Cowboys, too, uh, uh, week one. Oh, the Cowboys suck. Maybe I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm that's not giving the Rams any credit because, because first off, we have an incompetent quarterback. Carson Wentz is the worst quarterback Philly has had in a minute. He is trash. He is hot garbage. He had one good year. Everybody hopped on the Carson Wentz hype train. Everybody, including. Everybody hopped on the Carson Wentz <laughs> and <sighs> look. Would you rather have Goff? Would you rather have Goff? Oh yeah, I'd rather have Jared Goff. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. I'd rather have Jared Goff because he doesn't. No, I've been like, okay, bro. That'd have been a little too much. Because he doesn't make stupid plays. He doesn't make stupid interceptions. He's not. He's he's a smart guy. Jared Goff's a smart guy. He just is inaccurate at times, but he's a smart guy. Carson Wentz is garbage. He's hot garbage. I'm so sick and tired of him. Can you, can you blame him? I mean, he has no wide receivers. Yes, he does. He has Zach Ertz and he has Dallas Goddard. Use him. Use him. Okay, this, this isn't Madden. He can't just press A and Y. He can cheese him. He can cheese him all day. He has a top, he has a top, mm, I would say top eight running back. The top, yeah. eh, top eight running back. An RB1, right? He has an RB1. Okay. He has uh, an elite tier tight end and probably a tier two tight end. Use him. How's um, Rager doing? I mean, I mean, he's a rookie, so he hasn't really gotten into the flow of things. He's, use him, too. Alshon's out still. You know, once started using, um, he started using Deshaun Jackson a little bit. Like, he went to him on, like, maybe, like, four straight possessions or, like, three straight or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. We we've all, we also got hurt to injuries. Like, we're, we're down on injuries. But, like, at the end of the day, I'm not going to blame injuries because that's why you got so many damn people on a football team. But Carson Wentz is hot garbage. He can't make a throw. He's incompetent. He needs to play some Madden maybe. I don't know, some to get his mind straight and to remember how to be a quarterback. Am I am I tripping or did I see Jalen Hurts on the field though? Yeah, he he was he was inactive game one. Game two he was active. As uh Oh, you I, saw him on the field, actually like on the field? I swear, I thought I saw him lined up as like a wide receiver or something. 
Oh, I don't know. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's uh, hey, it's not long before we see Jalen Hurts. I'm saying it right now. Yeah. My gut instinct is telling me it is not long before we see Jalen Hurts on the field taking snaps, live snaps. Could this be the only division where we might see a potential 7-9 and nine team make the playoffs? It will be the only division where we see the 7-9 and nine team make the playoffs. I agree with that. All right, Broncos-Steelers. Steelers won 26-21. And the Broncos' list of injured players is also piling up. With Von Miller already out, uh, Sutton's out for the year with the, he blew his knee up. Uh, they're signing Blake Bortles because they just lost their QB. Uh, yeah, not looking too good for them either. Yeah, Corlin Sutton, that, that was a big, that was a big, uh, that was a big loss for them. That's my boy, I like him. Um, but, I mean, hey, look, they, defensively, they, they still got pieces. I know they don't have Von Miller, but they still got pieces. Yeah. Um, and they still have a run game. If Lindsey comes back in, like, two, three weeks, they'll be fine with him and Gordon. They just got to run the ball and play D. Just switch yeah. it up a little bit. I think yeah. they'll be fine. But Pittsburgh looks like the real deal to me. You think so? Yeah, they look good. They look really good. They look all right. I got to see a little more from them. They defensively, look fine. Defensively, they look – that's going to be a fun Steelers-Raven. That's going to be, like – Back in the good old days when the Ravens and Steelers were both good. Definitely. Definitely. You know, it's going to be fun, fun matchup. Um, Bucks, Buccaneers and Panthers. Buccaneers won 31-17. to Panthers, producer Gary D called this. He said the Panthers will be trash, and they are trash. Um, they're 0-2. McCaffrey just went down with a high ankle sprain. Yeah. Trash. They could have won week one if it wasn't for them giving the ball to the fullback instead of CMC on fourth and one. Uh, so I'm glad they're they're 0-2. That's what they get. <laughs> um, and for the Bucks, Tom Brady is not Tom Brady anymore. Um, safe to say. Safe to say. I think we should also accept him that, including myself, who drafted Tom Brady. Um, although I got him late, but he's being dropped uh, if anybody from our league is listening uh, and you want Tom Brady, which I doubt, he's on the wire. Uh, he can't. I don't know. I, I, everyone was saying he doesn't have the arm to throw a deep ball. I haven't seen him throw a deep ball. Uh, I don't know. Gronk, Gronk is not Gronk anymore. He's like 30 pounds lighter. Uh, he hasn't played for a whole year. And they should just run the ball with Fournette and Ronald Jones all game because Tom Brady ain't it. Spoken well, spoken well. Straight blasphemous, though. Pretty messed up, but he's too old, man. Way too old. I agree. It's not uh, The Speaking of the real deal, I think the Cardinals are the real deal. But they did play the Washington football team. But they won, So they won 30-15. to 15. Kyler Murray is keeping my word true. I said he's going to be the MVP this year. He looks like an MVP candidate. He's definitely a candidate. Um, but, yeah, the, the Cardinals look solid. Yeah, uh, I think it's the best division in football. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The Cardinals look great. Uh, once Kenyon Drake gets it going, that team's going to be even scarier. Yeah. Because right yeah. now, Kyler Murray is just him and D-Hop going crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, but like you said, it was against Washington. Yeah, it was against Washington. 
Next game, the Chiefs beat the Chargers 23-20. to uh, I mean, we saw the uh, we saw the debut of Justin Herbert, and he looked pretty solid. He looked really good. Yeah, had, I was I was really impressed. He had one, you know, pretty silly interception that he threw. But his only mistake. Yeah, only mistake of the game. His only mistake. But other than that, he looks which, good, and which is costly. And honestly, I mean, I think everybody who watched this game and everybody who knows football would have thought after this performance Herbert would take the job from now on. But I guess Anthony Lynn is going back with Tyrod Taylor. And I think this is more... No, I, think, I think Tyrod's out week three, though. He's out again? Yeah, I think he's injured. Although although Anthony Lynn said that uh, Tyrod Taylor is still the starting quarterback, I think he's injured this week. Not sure. Okay. Well, I think Justin Herbert is clearly... Clearly, he clearly showed enough against the Super Bowl, defending Super Bowl champs, that he is, uh, he should be a starter, and he is good enough to be a starting NFL QB. The Chargers could have won that game, I think. They could have. I don't know if you watched it. I mean, fourth and one in overtime, fourth and two, something like that, and they didn't go for it. They punted it to the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, if you punt to the Chiefs, you essentially lost the game. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be aggressive. You know what's crazy? The Chiefs. So once overtime started and the Chiefs um, were uh, kicking off, right? So the Chargers were were receiving, and the Chiefs were still the betting favorites to win that game. Crazy. With the Chargers having the first turn. Crazy. Crazy. That's madness. Super Bowl favorites? The next game. Are my Super Bowl favorites, the Ravens. Ravens, Texans, Ravens won 33-16. I think my, the Ravens are my Super Bowl favorites. Their defense, you know, like we all know what their offense has. We all know what they were going to bring to the table on the offensive side. But their defense looks exceptionally well this year. They look by far top three defense in the league. I would say it's them, Steelers, and then throw anybody else in there who you want. But they have a solid defense. Probably, probably yeah. the Seahawks defense. They brought back everybody. That's why. They what? The Ravens brought back pretty much everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's the same system. Lamar Jackson still getting his feet wet, right? He's not that amazing yet, right? You have him in fantasy. You know he's doing well. He didn't. He he didn't need to do much both games. So yeah, been blowouts, huh? Yeah, they both didn't blow out, so he doesn't really need to do much. But what he is doing, it's great. What about the Texans? Horrible. Oh, and two. Like I don't, I don't get why Bill O'Brien isn't like working at McDonald's yet. I what's think their the owner hold? has a man crush on Bill O'Brien. No, what's the what's the holdup? He should be selling used cars right now. I honestly don't get it. Used cars, uh. I can see that. Yeah, I think they'll be good at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patriots Seahawks. Seahawks won thirty-five to thirty. That was a good game. I was really rooting for Cam, man. I really thought he was gonna punch it in. Yeah. I didn't love the last play. I didn't either. They went to like a shotgun, but like a I, three I, three tight end set with the shotgun with a running back to his left. Yeah. I think they already ran that play for a touchdown earlier on. Uh, you got to throw it, or you got to at least have a, 
a play drawn up for Cam to pass, and if he doesn't have anybody, then he can run it. But just a straight-up run against that Seahawks defense. Both know. the Patriots look better this year with Cam than last year with Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's essentially the same offensive core with Edelman, Nikhil Harry, um, Michelle. Well, I don't even know who that tight end is, but Cam's looking real good, man. I'm, I'm really happy for him. Yeah, he's on a mission to prove everybody wrong this year, which is um, good for him. Um, and then we had our Monday night game, Raiders, Saints. Raiders won 34-24, to and they're 2-0 and now. The Las Vegas Raiders are 2-0. and How beautiful was that arena? Love it. The Death wow. Star. It looks so beautiful. We're going to go there. We have to. I think our next... Uh Next league outing, or maybe our next league draft, should be in Vegas. Maybe we could even catch like a preseason game. That'd be sick, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, but they look good. I, Jacobs, Waller, Waller had fifty something percent of the uh, throws thrown to him. Yeah, he's a beast. I kind of knew the Raiders were gonna win this game. You know, it was Monday Monday night game in the new stadium. The Saints don't have Michael Thomas. Um, you know, everybody's watching. This like had the makings of a of a win for the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like it feels if it's such a shame. I was even thinking this about the the Rams first game at SoFi. Like it sucks that these these arenas were built, like these beautiful state of the art arenas and the first game there there was there was no audience to watch it. Yeah. Unless you're the Cowboys, you got a full packed house there. What was up with that? I don't I don't get it. I think it should like it's either you have a crowd or you don't, right? Like it's not fair that one team has almost like a home court advantage and the others don't. Yeah, that definitely played a uh that definitely played a role to them winning, I believe. Right? Right? I felt I felt the momentum shifting and the crowd like getting behind the Cowboys yeah. which no other team has. And I get every state is doing their own thing. But it's kind of not fair in this league that one team has kind of like a home field and nobody else does. Yeah. Any takeaways from week two from the games? Uh, I love the rookie quarterbacks. I kind of wish – I don't get what they're doing in Miami. Get Fitz out of there. There's no point. Just put Tua in and see how that goes. But Burrow looks great. Um, Herbert looked really good. And I think it's Tua's turn. I mean, you're 0-2, and you're not going to win the division. Let's get Tua in the game. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, I would say more like a positional uh, takeaway. It's interesting to see what the Ravens are doing at the running back position. Uh, their RB coach came out and said that before the season they're going to uh, they're going to they're going to have like a game plan to which running back they're going to feed each game. So the Depending first game, on like who they're playing? Yeah, so the first game it looked like it was Ingram and J.K. Dobbins with J.K. getting most of the um, goal line work. And then this last game, J.K. was completely irrelevant. Gus Edwards had 10 carries with Mark Ingram having 
most the majority of the carries and a touchdown. So I'm just confused what's going on over there. Like one week JK is relevant, the next week he barely even sees the field. It's just, that's that's just weird. Um uh and it's gonna be interesting to see what the what the Broncos do with their wide receivers. And also Blake Bortles coming in coming in yeah. hot. Yeah. Yeah. And watch out for the Jags. It's they're they're looking competitive, but I wouldn't be surprised to see if all of a sudden they just start looking like hot garbage because they realize they're they're they've done a little too much they're a little too better than, than expected. They're doing a little too better. Trying to trying to get their quarterback of the future. I mean, their division's not that great, so Titans are two and zero. Jaguars one and one, and you got the Colts and Texans not looking too hot. Oh, the Texans, yeah. So don't sleep on the Jaguars. I'd say. Will you say the Jaguars are better than the Texans? Mm, I don't know. I feel like I feel I feel disrespectful to Deshaun Watson or, to even say or, that. Or has the text have the Texans just had the harder schedule? Because they did play two of like. Two Will they get Chiefs and who? Oh, Chiefs and the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, then I guess look to see Houston come back. Yeah, yeah. It's true. We'll see. All right. Uh, this has been the Since 94 podcast. Where can they find us, Nush? Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Since 94 Podcast. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and Anchor, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. How's that one? No. You're getting better and better, man. Yes, yes. I'm so, so proud. So happy. <laughs> so happy. Romeo would be happy. Thank you. Thank you. I hope so, man. That's, I do, I, that's what I do it for. You do it for Romeo? I do it for the kids, you know? You, I, do it for, I do it for my boys. <laughs> I got put food on the table, you know? You got to feed Romeo. I got to feed him, you know? He's I got boy. These Cincinnati uh, paychecks, you know, like, they, they keep me alive right now. <laughs> Do you do you claim Romeo on your taxes? I should, low key, especially now that I'm engaged, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I could maybe I don't know. Unless I'll be married for that. Can we can we can we touch on that real quick? Because I don't think we uh we we let we let the audience know, you know. So if you don't know, now you know. Nishan is engaged. Congrats to Nishan. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, stop it! Stop it! <laughs> and uh, you know. Producer Gary Gary D and I, Gary D, if you're there, you can chime in too. We're uh, we're super happy for you. Uh, this is a big time in your life. We are we're happy to have seen you go through this journey. We're happy to be with you, uh, you know, as backseat drivers in this journey, and uh, you know, wishing you many more years. Thank you. I couldn't have done it without you guys. <laughs> and uh, producer Gary D, any words? Well, I'm unmuted now, so uh, congrats, Nush. We love Thank you. you. Thank you. We're happy. We're extremely happy because everything's going well for us, man. The show, yeah. the show's going great. You're engaged. Romeo's going to be the cutest ring boy dog ever, so oh, yeah. super excited for that. And, uh, yeah, enjoying it. Hey, and don't sleep on Godin. <laughs> don't sleep. He might be next. Don't sleep on Godin. <laughs> all right, Godin, you, know, you got big shoes to fill, all right? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the Sin 94 podcast. It's JB. And this is Nush. Peace. Peace.